Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled! Corn Huskers? More like Corn Suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go Hawks! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis, located in a Nebraska desert. I screw that up every time. On the show today, we have Iowa Hawkeyes basketball forward, Patrick McCaffrey. How's it going, man? Everything's good. How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So uh, how's classes and everything going right now? Getting back into the swing of things? Yeah, just kind of getting back into the routine a little bit. It's weird going back to classes. I got some in-person classes, so I didn't have any of those last year. So just kind of getting back in the in the groove, getting used to everything, you know, fitting it all in with workouts and all that type of stuff. It's been it's been good. I've enjoyed it so far. It's probably nice to get back to some normalcy and start to live like a a normal life. Yeah, I'm sure. Especially awesome. like I can't imagine that kind of thing happening in college, like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was it was it was unique. That's for sure. It was definitely unique. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be nice to have fans back in Carver again and get everything back to normal. But that'll um, be awesome. Really want to start from the beginning, Patrick. So we, when you were coming out of high school, um, there was obviously more attention on you at a younger age, considering who your dad is. Um, were you ever at any point during your recruitment process? considering any other schools giving any other schools an actual look um or were you the whole entire time like i'm gonna play for my dad and i'm going to iowa yeah um i pretty i, I never really wavered with that like uh i got some like on the day that we could get texts and calls i got some texts and calls from other power fives there was probably only one other school that I would have listened to. I, I won't name them. That was probably one. Yeah. There's one other school that I would have like maybe considered, but like uh, I never, especially with my brother being here, like that was that was also a huge thing for me because me and him have always been really close. My mom being able to watch every game, I just thought that it was just a, a win-win situation for me, like just to be here. And so um, there was probably one other school that I would have listened to, but they never they never contacted me. So, uh, yeah, I was I, I was really incredibly happy with my choice to come to Iowa. And it's been it's been a dream so far. I think fans would have been so heartbroken. Like They watched you from like such an early age and it watched you develop and grow. And if you had ended up going somewhere else, they would have been like, oh, my God, that, they would have been, that wouldn't have been ideal. <laughs> no, that would have killed us. I'm sure your dad wouldn't have been. He would have been happy for, you know, whatever would have been best for you, I'm sure, because, you know, that's yeah. the kind of guy he is. But, you know, mm-hmm. we've. We love seeing you there, and you know we're all we're all calling our shot. This is going to be your year. We're all thinking this is going to be your breakout season. So we're 
Really, really excited to watch you get out there this year. What's some of the things that you've really been working on in the off season to really take that next step on the court this year? I would say, so I think first and foremost, it, uh, my, my, like my body, my strength, my conditioning, putting on weight is something that's difficult for me, but it, I've gotten a lot stronger and more comfortable in my new frame because I, I put on a ton of weight last off season. So I was still kind of trying to figure out how to play with all that, how to move with all that, like throughout like that season. And then, you know, just kind of get more comfortable with my body. But then now I feel like I'm, I'm kind of coming into my own physically. I feel like I'm stronger than I was. Maybe, maybe my weight isn't that much higher. I probably gained about, I don't know, three, four five pounds. Okay. But my, my, my strength, then like within my frame and everything like that has gotten a lot better. And as well, and along with that, also my conditioning is something that I need to improve on. I think with the way we're going to play this year, we're going to be really up tempo. We're going to do a lot of pressing, all that kind of stuff. So I think I need to be in really good shape if I want to play the minutes that I'm going to play. So I'm, I'm really been working, trying to get in good shape. So I'm, I'm ready to handle that style in those minutes so that I'm, I'm ready to go. I don't want to ever be out there not playing at a hundred percent. So I would say those two things first and foremost, but then also, and I think that stuff really benefits me from a defensive standpoint, you know, being able to like really like get after it defensively, being really good shape, really put pressure on the, on the ball. Cause I can use my length and my athletic ability to my advantage. So I think that's something that as if I'm in good shape and I can get stronger, so I'm able to use my body a little bit more is something that I think will really benefit me in the long run. Yeah. And then offensively, just everything that has to do with me having the ball in my hands, like whether it's my, my ball handling, my shooting, passing, my my like my shot off the dribble, I, I'm really comfortable with the ball in my hands right now, um, as comfortable as I've ever been in my life. Whether it's like using pick and rolls, uh, just bringing the rebound, bringing the ball down transition, just, just in all things handling the basketball, I, this is as good as I've ever felt with that. And then including just being able to kind of shoot like – off different moves, off different, you know, actions, all that kind of stuff. And okay. then also, I think the, the last thing I'll touch on here, my shooting, I think is something that I, I, I've been a good shooter, but I think something that I need to improve on is just like my, my consistency. And I think that'll come with more consistent minutes. My consistency with my jumper will come. But then also, I'm working on a lot of different shots, like off the move, like off lifts, because rarely in games, you're just going to get like catch and shoot, stand still, threes. It's a lot more like slides, drips, like lifts, off screens, all that kind of stuff. So that's the stuff I've really been honing in on and trying to get trying to get better with this summer. Okay. Who is one player uh, on your team, a teammate of yours, that nobody's really talking about right now that you're thinking, wait till we hit the court this year. This guy's going to be a surprise. It's going to show some people some things. Um. Well, I think... I think Chris Murray is going to surprise a lot of people. I think he's really good. Uh, he, he had a really nice dunk yesterday when we were playing. <laughs> um, but I think Chris Murray is really good. He can shoot it really well. He can he can be a matchup problem. He's, he's a scorer. He's strong. I think Chris Murray is really good. I think somebody else that has really impressed me is Tony Perkins. Right. Uh, just like his, he's, he's just a score like he, he just he just can get buckets in, in bunches he can get he can get really hot he can make he can make jumpers he can go to the basket he's really good defensively uh he's he's really active looking for steals and all that kind of stuff so it's somebody that i like playing with defensively because he always is going to get after it i would say those two are two guys that i think are really coming along well and i really like peyton sanford also i think he's okay. going to bring a new dimension to our team i think i think he's really good 
All right. That's a, that's a great answer. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited. I think you guys are being underestimated big time. And I think we're going to come out and have a great team this year. And um, a lot of Hawkeye fans are really excited about this year's team. But we want to ask you about some of those core years, playing out in the driveway, playing with dad, playing, you know, playing with Connor. Who was the one that was dominating out the driveway? Did dad kind of handle things or how, how did those games go growing up? Because those had to be pretty fun. Dad, dad didn't really participate with us very much because I don't think he wanted to lose. We could beat him probably pretty early on. Okay. So it was mainly just me and Connor, but we went through a couple of years where we didn't play because if we played, we'd fight. Okay. Like it just would end in, in punches. And then we kind of turned all of our energy into bullying Jack the, the younger, <laughs> or like having Jack play with us. And then we really be hard on Jack. But um, no, yeah, like I would say probably Connor just because of his mentality and just like, how he is he's incredibly competitive and so i would say connor probably got the best of me most of those uh, i'm starting to get starting to get the best of him now but you know and then also but we spent a lot of time just kind of picking on jack trying to get jack better trying to make sure jack ends up being the best which we don't know if that's going to be the case but we're gonna we're gonna try how old is he now he's gonna be a freshman well he is a freshman now so he's 15 he just turned 15 like last month all right how tall is he about six seven six eight Woo! all right we tall. might well, I, have a, I might have another one here. I got to tell you, like, um, you know, not, not taking anything away from you, but the one thing I love about Connor, your brother's game, is he doesn't take any crap from anyone uh, out on the court. <laughs> and I, I love, and Iowa fans love that about him. He just, he plays with a fire and he is a floor general. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just, he does a great job of running the offense, keeping things going and, and not putting up with any crap. Cause um, one team that I can think of that really pushed a lot of buttons, at least for us as fans, and you can tell me if it was different on the court was Illinois. A mm-hmm. lot of times when we played them, um, I, you know, I know, I know myself as a fan caught myself screaming at the TV, jumping up and down, getting really angry. Um, what was that one team for you guys that, um, when you when you see their logo, when you see them take the floor, your heart rate picks up a little bit. You get a little more fired up, and you just want it just a little bit more maybe than some of the other ones. I would say there's two for me, and it's Iowa State and Illinois. Okay. It's those two. I've just always never liked Iowa State. Like, uh, I, didn't really, I didn't really have a problem with Illinois until probably – it was probably my freshman year, the year that I sat when they started getting really good. Yeah. And we had those really crazy games. And, like, I swear, like, there's so many like, – like, Illinois fans always come out of the woodwork on, like, Twitter and Instagram, whatever. Like, yeah. they, they say all types of stuff, and they just <laughs> – I, and I don't understand why. Like, they, like, they, they, they have – like, I, I, I have respect – like, I have tons of respect for the program and all those guys. Yeah. And, obviously, they're phenomenal players and all that. But it's, it's the fan bases for Illinois and Iowa State that I just – I can't stand. Yeah, Ryan Kreiner, we had him on a few months back, and he said that uh, Illinois was the one team that he just hated. He's like, yeah. I can't stand those guys. They're so chippy and trying to you know get us going all the time. And yeah. he was like, whenever we beat them, that just felt real good. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I definitely agree with him on that. So back when your dad got the job at Iowa, um, we we heard a lot about your mom, how fiery she was in the stands and what kind of person she was and um, and how how great of a person she is. Tell us a little bit more about your mom, Margaret, because we don't hear a ton about her um, coming in. Like we said, we heard a lot about her early on, but she stays pretty behind the scenes and we don't hear a lot about her. Yeah, I would say she's incredibly passionate. I think first and foremost, she really cares 
about my dad and and she like really cares about his teams and i feel bad because she puts a lot of pressure on herself but like she has no control over what goes on out there yeah so i feel kind of bad for her and i try to tell her relax sometimes but now i think it's even harder on her with me and connor out there too and she really is protective over her sons as any mother is and she really like, like she doesn't like when people say things like about us and about our dad yeah so she gets really defensive and she just like and I think she she knows a lot about the game. She played it at a really high level. She played professionally. She played at Notre Dame. So I think her knowledge of the game and, like, really, like, also plays a role in it and how competitive she is because she, she was a really good basketball player. And she probably – if her knees didn't give out, she still probably would be a pretty good basketball player. But um, she's incredibly passionate. She's incredibly loving. And I think sometimes that can get uh, – like, it could be – misconstrued a little bit by other people as they just look at her and say other things or whatever but um i, I just say she's incredibly passionate and i i love my mom to death i'll ride my mom till till i die so yeah i think like i'll always be behind my mom regardless so it's just kind of like there's times where we got to reel her in a little bit because she just but she just cares that much about us and she'd do anything for any of us so that's just kind of something that i always respect and and no matter how she's acting, that's something that I always have to keep in mind and respect and care about. That's great. Um, we're going to do a little word, a uh, name association here. Um, tell me a little bit about the man, Hawkeye Elvis. A lot of people don't know the connection to the family. Talk a little bit. Of, talk a little. <laughs> yeah, most people don't know that. Um, you know we love that fact. Joe Toussaint loves <laughs> the fact that Hawkeye Elvis is my cousin. He said every time we see Elvis, he'll, he'll tap me on the shoulder and be like, look, it's your cousin. <laughs> Nobody knows that though. No, no. We had him on and he told us about his relationship with Fran and how excited he was when he found out Fran got the job. And I'm like, what a crazy connection. And now he's like tight with uh, with Frank Garza. And, yeah. you know, just what what kind of guy is he? Because when we interviewed him and our interactions with him, he seems like a pretty amazing person. No, Elvis is the man. He's He's really energetic. He's got all types of energy. I mean... He shows up to our games in an Elvis costume. Like, that's awesome. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> They're cool costumes, too. Exactly. It's very it's very nice. I'm trying to – I think he's, like, my mom's aunt's stepson or something like that. So, I don't even know okay. if we're related by blood, but, like, we're okay. still related. So, like, it was pretty cool, like, because we go to the football games or whatever, like, right when we got here. And, like, he'd be on the big screen in his Elvis suit. And I think that was before he really had the notoriety that he does now as yeah. Elvis. So it was like kind of crazy because we'd see him and he'd come to Pax before and he'd be in his Elvis costume and the players would look at him and be all confused. But now <laughs> everybody knows who Hawkeye Elvis is. And he's one of our most passionate fans. He's always really positive, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Um, it's always good to have the fans that are really positive of us no matter what. And he's one of them. So I, I'm really happy that he's in our corner and he, I love Hawkeye Elvis. He's the man. I mean, just from like a regular fan, seeing a, a full grown man dressed as, as Elvis in that all, that cool costume. He's a really intelligent, well spoken guy with great yeah, perspective. Absolutely. So he uh he's a great guy. So any fan that hasn't got a chance to talk to him, you should. He loves taking pictures with fans. He's a great guy. He's probably like you know how they have like at Ohio State, they have uh Big Nut, the guy that wears that costume. He I feel like he's kind of our guy, like he's yeah. our our famous fan. So he yes, uh we got him. So tell us a little bit about um, when you were granted the number uh, 22 uh, uniform, the story that went behind that. I know that they had to take that out of retirement. And um, I know there's a little bit more meaning behind that, which after we did a little bit of research, I didn't know any of this. Uh, can you inform fans about the story behind that? 
Yeah, so basically, I've been wearing 22 my whole life. My favorite player at uh, Siena, my dad my was number 22. His name is Ryan Ross here. Okay. Uh, he was my favorite player. So I always wore 22. Every jersey I ever had, I wore 22. And so I got to Iowa, and I still wore 22 with everything. But there was this other kid who was on – he was he was a little older than me, so he was on different teams than I was. But he also always wore 22. Like, that was his favorite number. His name was Austin Schrader. Flash is what we call him. And so yeah. he, um, he was a really good athlete, played a bunch of sports. And around the same time, we started dealing with uh, health issues. Turns out both of it was cancer, so we got bonded, like, a lot through that way. Uh, so it's just kind of like just it was just kind of crazy. It was a crazy coincidence that we both wore that same number, and we were both going through the same things at the same time. In our relationship, even though it was like different forms of cancer, it was like incredibly meaningful to both of us because nobody really knew what the other, nobody really knew what we were going through except like each other. So mm. that's a bond I'll share with him for the rest of my life. And I'm still like, I was texting his dad yesterday. I'm still incredibly close with the family to this day. And like, and I'll forever love Austin. I got a couple of tattoos for him. And that's just, that's my guy forever. So I was actually, I was incredibly best that Mr. Seberg would let it uh, come out of retirement for that. So I, I wrote him a letter asking for his permission if I'd be able to wear it. And, and I, and he, and he let me wear it. So uh, I'll be forever. I'm a forever grateful for that. And I'm just incredibly happy that I get to keep mm. representing Austin at, at Iowa. That whole, that whole situation, just pure class from everybody involved. That's mm -hmm. a, re a really cool story. I hope uh, more people get to hear about it because uh, it's not talked about enough. It, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so Patrick, walk us through a little bit about, um, you know, your, your journey with, you know, being diagno diagnosed with thyroid cancer, um, how difficult that has been for you over the years. And now, you know, coming full circle, you know, being ahead of it, uh, being healthy, being able to play, um, how that's been. Cause you know, as fans, we're, we're not living it with you. We're not going through the ups and the downs and you know, how the medicine drained you and took so much energy out of you. You know, we feel like from an outside perspective, you know, as a Hawkeye, we care a ton about you and we're watching you day in and day out, hoping for the best for you. And we feel like we're kind of riding that journey with you, but we're definitely sitting in the back seat, and not truly living it like you are. Walk us through that journey, how difficult that's been and how great it feels now to, to be able to play and put that behind you. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely unique. It was something that not like, obviously not everybody else goes through. And this is something you Austin and I used to talk about all the time. Like for us, like, it felt normal because like we, like we were go both going through it at the same time. So like it felt normal, but then like, I look at my peers and like see everything that like they're going through and all that kind of stuff, like, like in school and all that. And like, as I kind of grew older and got smarter and like, I was like, that's not like normal, like going to the hospital this many times, like whether it's for me or to visit him, like that's not normal. Yeah. So like, I think that was something that I had to come to a realization with. And that was really hard for me was that like this, like not everybody goes through this. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, okay, well, why are Austin and I going through this? If like, it's, it's not normal. And like, that's something that I want to like try to stress to kids that are going through the same thing is like, 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 it's not normal. Like you guys are different. Like you're like, and, and that's incredibly powerful. People a lot of times think different isn't good, but I, like it's, 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 it's great. So whenever I try to talk to somebody about this kind of stuff, and I just want to let them know that like, it's not normal. Like your life will become normal after this. Like you'll beat this or whatever. You'll get through this. Yeah. I've actually just reached out. There, there was a Wisconsin player that was recently diagnosed with osteosarcoma. He 
played at Wisconsin last year, just transferred to South Dakota. So I've been keeping in touch with him and just kind of talking to him about it, even though it's different types of cancer. It's just like having somebody that like heard that word too, even if it's different types or whatever is incredibly powerful. But so as far as like my medicine goes, like on a daily basis, like it just, like I don't have a I don't have a thyroid and I don't think anybody really knows what the thyroid really is. I didn't know until I had to get it taken out. So it, it like regulates my metabolism and it's actually a lot more important than I think most people realize. So me not having one is a pretty big deal because I, I have to take a pill every day. And just with my schedule and with my like like activity level or whatever, the pill can't really like doesn't really activate at the right times, like all that kind of stuff. Like mm. when like, there's certain times where like I need a thyroid, whether I just got done with a really hard workout or whatever. Like there's times where I finish like a hard workout and like my teammates will go like want to go sit down, eat, eat dinner, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I just have to grab it to go and I have to go sleep it off. Like I just mm. have to go sleep and like my body just kind of shuts down. And that's not even really like a choice that I'm like, it's just kind of like my body like just kind of shuts down. So I have to just go sleep. And, you know, like, I just get a lot more exhausted than most of my peers. But, you know, it's kind of something that I've learned to deal with. Like, I've always, like, as far, as long as I can remember, like, I always, like, have felt this way. So yeah. that's kind of something that, like, I've always, like, kind of had to combat and work through. And I think I've done a pretty good job of that. And I've been able to kind of work with, like, my mom, my dad, our coaches, like, my doctor, like our nutritionist, like all that kind of stuff to kind of figure out a plan of attack for me. And mm -hmm. I think we've found that here. And, and I think I'm going to find a lot more success. And so like, it's just, it was, it's been a long journey. There's times where I don't like, there's just, there's good days and bad days. There's days where I feel good. There's days where I don't feel good. And, you know, just kind of, you got to show up to work every day, put your hard hat on and just come in ready to work. And that's kind of something that I've always, you know, I've always tried to do you know just kind of come in and do and do my work work really hard and just kind of try to overwork this whole thing and just kind of put myself in a position to where i can be successful hey man just keep pushing we're all behind you we're all behind it. you 110 man and that's a that's just a great story and puts a lot of things in perspective for people just you know and i think that's one one of the positives of something that you went through is it does give you perspective it makes you appreciate things maybe that other people don't mm -hmm. and that's so great that's that's a really positive thing and that's something great to remember so on a lighter note now we're gonna really we're gonna dig deep here patrick we're gonna get to know you about some ask you some ridiculous questions about yourself okay so you, all right i'm ready you, you gotta focus man focus here all right I'm locked in. all right so we're gonna get to know patrick mccaffrey right now patrick what is your favorite fast food poncheros Really? You're not yeah. saying that because you're just a Hawkeye, right? Like NIL deals? No, no, no. I, no, I don't have an NIL deal with them yet. Although I need to, I need to get on that because I, I, I yeah. know the guy who invented it. He used to be my neighbor, and I went okay. to school with his son, so I need, I need to probably get on that. But yeah, um, okay. Poncheros easily. Not Poncheros, like get off the couch and sign the kid. I mean, this makes a ton of sense Thank right you. here. I, I that that's going to be done here shortly. We'll be tweeting tweeting them here pretty soon. I'll all right, all that. Heck yeah! All right, but favorite movie? You have to pick one. I love the Fast and Furious movies. Okay, those and are then, good. Yeah, no, I love the Fast and Furious movies. I said those are probably my favorite. And then, okay. my dad's a Philly guy, so Rocky too. Okay, okay. The Rocky movies, and then Creed now too. So I say those those two groups of movies are my my favorite. Did 
tell me you didn't like Tokyo Drift though. Like that, no, I love, no, 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 I no. love those movies. That one was terrible. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I, I I probably fell asleep halfway through. But like, yeah, Fast Five, the fifth one is arguably my favorite movie like ever. I've seen okay. it a million times. Can probably quote it word for word. Okay. But, um, yeah, I would say those movies are awesome. Okay, so I, I'm getting from this, you you know, for you to love those movies, you're a car guy. You love cars. Yeah, I do like cars. I do. If you could drive absolutely anything, you're graduated, you're moving on, you signed a professional deal. What's what car are you going to drive? Ooh. First one, you're going to be pulling into the arena with your teammates, and this is the first ride they're going to see you roll up in. Uh, <laughs> um, let me think. I have there's there's a lot. I, I really like G wagons. Okay. Yeah, I really like <laughs> G wagons. Okay. Um, I feel like I have I have a. I've definitely thought about this before. I can't. I'm, I'm blanking on what car. I, I think I have to say a Dodge Charger, right? Because of the Fast and Furious. I okay. Gotta say that. Okay. So I say those two probably Dodge Charger or um, okay. G wagon, but I also like my my Blazer right now. I, I like that a lot. It's, Drive real smooth. I, I like it. Yeah, those are sharp. I like those. I have a I have a Dodge Challenger. It's a Hawkeye Challenger. So I put some black and yellow stripes on it. And That's awesome. Yeah, I put black and yellow custom leather in it too. So That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I I'm pretty happy with it. I love it. I take it to car shows, and I'm like, oh, I think it's pretty cool. And I see what these other guys got, and I'm like, all right, and I'm kind of low in on the totem pole, but I don't care. I still like it. Hawkeye, all right, it's over the top. Heck yeah, man. You got to rep the Hawks every day. Um, favorite sport other than basketball? Uh, baseball. I, I've baseball. always loved baseball. My brother plays baseball. I used to go to all of his games when he was in high school. And I'll still go to pretty much everyone I can when he's in, since he's been in college. But uh, I love watching baseball. I love the Phillies uh, baseball. I also do okay. love football, though, too. Okay. One, um, one under... What? Oh yeah, I can't wait. Football, we're right around the corner, man. It's almost here. So I'm so ready. I know, me too. I can't freaking wait. Um, one underrated sporting event I need to tell you about since you said you're a baseball fan is the Big Ten baseball tournament in Omaha. It's a lot of fun. A lot of cool places to eat uh, and hang out down around the the stadium in downtown Omaha, and it's super easy to get a ticket. So, um, you'll have to come down and check that out sometime when oh, the yeah. Hawks I've are playing. Omaha is really cool, like really underrated town. I, I it is. It out. I don't think I've ever been there. It's fun. There's a lot to do. It's it, If you think Des Moines fun and big, Omaha is a lot bigger. So it's kind of like a little bit of a beefed up Des Moines. Okay. So, I like that. Favorite athlete of all time? Uh, LeBron James. Okay. Leads me into my next question. Jordan or LeBron? Who's better? LeBron James. Easy. What? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Oh man, I, I okay. I I respectfully disagree wholeheartedly. But all right, tell me, give me what your your top reason why. Uh, I think when it's all said and done, I think LeBron's going to be the leading scorer in the NBA, and scoring isn't even what he's best at. I think he's better as a passer. Yeah. I I really respect like what he's done, like on the court as well as off the court with his school and like how he's yeah. never, there's never been really any controversy surrounding LeBron, at least that I know of other than like the yeah. decision, maybe <laughs> that was pretty much it. But like, I respect what he did like with Cleveland, how he brought them their first championship in however long and All like right. how he did it. And I just like, I've just always really loved LeBron. I love how he plays. He play. he's really unselfish. He always is willing to, he always like get, 
people it's people kind of use it as a knock that he'll like pass the ball like if he's not open during like crunch time or whatever and I think yeah. that's I think that's the right play so I, I always will back him for that but I've just always loved LeBron and, and right. Chris Paul too I think those are my two okay. favorites all right I like I, Chris Paul. I'll give you LeBron on the longevity like the yeah. body of work I mean the guy still is is great. I still want to know the reason how all of a sudden about two or three years ago during the regular season, his bald spot just completely disappeared and he had hair all of a sudden for a few days and then boom, <laughs> and then boom, the bald spot was back again. Like he was trying some products out. I'm not yeah, sure. He was, but. he was, he was, but the longevity, I think you're going back to that. I, I think that's something that's also incredibly impressive. He's in year. Yeah. I think he's about to start year 18. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's crazy. And he's still like, one of the best still in my opinion the best but in no in, in no debate it, it, he's easily top three top four top yeah. five in the yeah. league still and he's in year 18 like that's crazy all right so you're in college you've ordered a lot of pizzas best pizza in iowa city and what are you getting on it um i like falbos i just like cheese though i like really I, yeah i just i'm a cheese guy I, I sometimes get sausage on there but mainly just cheese i don't get any crazy toppings Okay. All right. Um, you're in the gym working out. What's the top song on your playlist you you need to have to get a good workout in? Oof, that's hard. That that's hard. That I can't it's hard to pick one song. Um I would say pretty much anything by Meek Mill if okay. I'm working out. Like I feel like that's kinda he's somebody that is really like he's he's really his music really just really gets everybody going. So I would say Meek Mill or Pop Smoke. I think those are two two rappers that the, the, it's really real intense like they're real loud like drill music kind of thing so that's that's the kind of stuff that i that i like but i would also like like when i'm not playing like i, I like guys like i like eminem like i like drake um but i would say probably dreams and nightmares by meek mill is the number one song that i, I gotta hear see we're getting to know you right yeah. now everyone we're watching you this season we're gonna be like i know that guy yeah know a ton about him now all right the last one in your movie, it's going to be a biopic about your life. Who's going to play you? I don't know. That's a good question. You got this. Come on. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, oh okay. Uh, I'm a huge. You ever watch the show Entourage? Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Entourage fan. Me too. So I would say uh, Jerry Ferrara. Really? Yeah, I love he's, him. I think he's, he's not better. tall enough. Yeah, that's true. That none of them are tall enough, though. Yeah, that's true okay, too. Oh, oh no, no, no! I got a better one. You do you watch The Office? Yes. Jim Halpert. That's Jim Halpert. Okay. Yeah. All right. I could see Jim Halpert. There's a little bit of a resemblance there. I'm a lot like Jim Halpert. Just my personality and everything. I think I fit with Jim Halpert. So that what's his name? Um, in the show, it's Jim. Yeah, Jim. I, in real life, I can't remember it right now. Um, I can't either. I'm drawing a blank right yeah. now, but he's been in a lot of other um, good stuff. And as soon as we're done here, I'll think of it. So No, it's for real. But yeah, I'd say Jim Halpert. All right. I think that was a solid choice. All right, man. We got to let you go. You got a busy schedule of classes and everything going on. We got to let you get back to it and hit that homework. Wanted to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and talk to us at Nebraska Hawks Nest. And we just want to Wish you nothing but luck and great health for this upcoming season. And we'll be rooting for you guys every single game and can't wait to get back in Carver. Yeah, I'm excited for everybody to be back. It, it was different. You know, I, my brother really hated it. My big brother, he hated that there was no fans. So I, yeah. I'm excited to get them back. And uh, Carver's going to be rocking and I can't wait.
he feeds off the fans and we feed off him. So that guy gets me fired up. I'm telling yeah. you, like I get jacked up watching him out there. And I get pumped when I see you fly through a lane and throw a dunk down too. So can't wait to see plenty more of those. And You'll see a hey, lot of them. All right, man. Good luck this season. Go Hawks. Yep. Thanks. Go Hawks.